Welcome to the Credible Nerds Podcast. We provide news, commentary, and reviews for all types of nerds, from the hardcore to the casual. What's up, my nerd? Hey, Nerd Nation. Welcome to the Credible Nerds Podcast. My name is Justin, and we are back once again, and I have my fellow co-hosts with me, Blake and Nathan. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, doing, doing good. great. Yep, cool. Good to have you guys back. Uh, a few weeks ago, we gave a, a, a preview of what we wanted to talk about regarding the upcoming Indiana Jones film, Dial of Destiny, that we wanted to go back and review uh, the previous movies and kind of talk about them in preparation for that and rank them and talk about our favorite moments and what we don't like about them. And this is episode one of that series. We're going to talk about. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark is what it's being called now. So, uh, but back when it was released, it was just Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, did you guys see it in theaters, or what's your, what's the first time you saw it, or were exposed to it, that type of thing? So I I was five when it came out, so I did not see it in theaters. I guess my parents were kind of good parents, <laughs> but they did take me to Temple of Doom, and then <laughs> afterwards I rented it from. Sounds easy video. So I saw it on video right after Temple of Doom came out. Oh, cool. So you saw it in chronological order. That's right. Because Temple of Doom was a prequel to Raiders. That's right. I waited. Did it make sense for you? (laughs) As a kid, it made total sense. (laughs) What about for you, Nathan? I did see it in the movie theater, Mm -hmm. and it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Same with me. And I was was one of my favorites. Uh, I, I don't know if I liked it better than Empire Strikes Back, which came out the year before, but mm-hmm. it was definitely top tier for me. So yeah, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, from the opening credit to mm-hmm. the end credit, yeah. I was just like, "That's the best movie ever." <laughs> yeah, it was great. So uh, just gonna read a little intro, a little synopsis from Wikipedia, to kind of frame what we're gonna talk about. In case you you haven't seen it, uh, there this will be spoiler filled. I mean, it's. <laughs> Uh, 40, 50 years old, <laughs> it's 40 years old. So, uh, you should go see it by now. But Raiders of the Lost Ark is a 1981 American action adventure film directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Lawrence Kasdan, based on a story by George Lucas, uh, set in 1936. The film stars Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, a globe trotting archeologist vying with Nazi German forces to recover the long-lost Ark of the Covenant, which is said to make any army invincible. Teaming up with his tough former romantic interest, Marion Ravenwood, Karen Allen, uh, Jones races to stop rival archaeologist Dr. Rene Belloc, Paul Freeman, from guiding the Nazis to the Ark and its power. So, set in 1936, so it's it's a period piece, I guess you could say. Historical fiction. Historical fiction. (laughs) Uh, As far as that part goes, did did you feel like, oh, this is like way back in the day in 1936, did that feel authentic to you back then and now? It did for me, yeah. yeah. Then and now, absolutely, Mm -hmm. yeah. And that was was one of the things I liked about it is just that it's, you feel like you're there, the set pieces are great, it's on, a lot of the stuff is on location. This is before, there are some visual effects. um, Kind of. Yeah, (laughs) they made a good try. But it's, you know, the majority of the film is on location, practical effects, so it's like real. There's no CGI. Right, yeah. Yeah. No, I loved it. Loved it. You know, I like movies that are in that 
that era, you know, 1900, 1950, there's some a romanticism about it, yeah. it being a simpler time and, you know, less complicated. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, the whole, the whole, uh, the idea. I'm pretty sure every kid that saw that movie thought, after came walked out of there wanting to be an archaeologist. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What a boondoggle, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the movie starts out, I like the Indiana Jones movies because it always starts out with this cold open where you're, you're in the middle of something. Yeah. Right? It's the end, the middle or the end of this previous uh, mission that he has. And then this one we get, he's trying to find this temple, it has a an artifact in there, and they're in South America. I think it's Peru. And... Um, they he's with these guides and they're kind of they're get to the temple and there's all this action stuff that goes on and then he gets the the prize and escapes and I don't know so I don't think we had really seen a movie like that I don't rem- that was like the first time you're I guess you kind of with Star Wars you kind of got that as well but it still was the overall story but with this it was like there's this story and then now we're gonna start another story for the main movie yeah you know you often hear George Lucas reference that these were based off of old timey serials yeah. and that he kind of wanted to revisit that genre. You know, Steven Spielberg always wanted to make a James Bond film, Mm -hmm. but he couldn't, he would, you know, they were like, Nope, we're not going to let you do that. So this was George Luke's like, well, I got an idea for you. It's something I've been thinking about where this action adventure kind of character archeologist, he already had the idea in his head. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, I, this, these George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, of Kasdan, of course, as a writer, as a screenwriter, um, has written some great screenplays, you know, with mm-hmm. and have partnered with these guys for multiple movies. Um, all of them, I think, especially that whole graduating class, because they all kind of they all went to school together, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that they all kind of introduced a whole new way of movie making and storytelling, mm-hmm. you know, jaws with Steven Spielberg, star Wars with George Lucas. That was just completely different than what had been previously seen. They were, yeah. you know, um, Sylvester Stallone and Rocky was probably something that was newer than what people had typically had seen, uh, especially. And then in the science fiction realm, nothing like that had really existed before star Wars. So mm-hmm. yeah, they really changed storytelling, I think. Yeah, definitely for the better as well as visual effects for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this, uh, movie had a $20 million budget earned. It was released in 1981, highest grossing film of 1981, um, earned approximately $330.5 million. Wow. And played in some theaters for the whole year. For a whole year. Wow. Yeah, back Which, in the day that yeah, happened, right? Yeah, we don't see that anymore. Yeah. If That's it, actually amazing. That a three hundred and thirty million like to date? No. No, the well nineteen eighty one, eighty two dollars. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think there maybe there was a re release back then, but nothing recently. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm just wondering if that's just box office tickets or it's just that's like, okay, worldwide, globally, marketing, everything. Yeah, I'm sure it was worldwide. Yeah. Let's see here. Worldwide, $330.5 million worldwide. That's amazing. Yeah. It earned Oscars, five Academy Awards. It earned, oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. And a BAFTA. 
not i'm assuming probably <laughs> costume design yeah. you know yeah. set design cinematography cinematography uh, score score probably yeah. yeah none of the the big ones i, I assume john williams scored this yep. as well mm-hmm. but yeah yeah. yeah, so it was, I remember, I mean, I liked it. Me and my friends were talking about it back in the day. But as far as like all these critical, like how much money did it make? You know, we didn't think like that when we were no. 10 or whatever it was. So it's interesting to be like, oh yeah, it, everyone else liked it too. So yeah. the world liked it. So that was pretty cool to read that. Um, so the characters, I really liked the characters, even the ones I didn't like, I liked them. <laughs> Cause yeah. So I thought that was great. Indiana Jones, we'd never... Um, I guess we saw him as Han Solo, Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Yeah, kind of got sim- that flavor a little bit. Yeah, yeah sarcasm, the, the swagger, yeah, the cockiness. You know, So I could see a lot of um, Han Solo in this. And that's kind of what was the draw for me. It's like, oh, Han Solo's in this. All right. right. The guy that yeah. plays Han I'm going to go see this. That was a big draw. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about Indiana Jones now as a character? Is he yeah. entertaining still? Oh yeah, he's he's awesome. Well, and the cool thing about this is like that opening scene. I was thinking about it as I rewatched it, and I don't remember another movie that packaged up a character that that well that quickly. Mm. I mean, in five minutes, you knew who he was, you knew his personality, you knew, you know, like yeah. you just knew the guy already, and and so it didn't take any time to warm up with up to him or anything. And yeah, he's still kind of that little, you know, smirk mm-hmm. that, that he's got and everything. Even as you watch the the previews for the new one, it's just like, Oh yeah. An old friend, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. a man's man. He's yeah, the he guy is. that every guy wishes they were right. And leather every girl jacket. who wants to date. Yeah. Or be with. Leather jacket, fedora, <laughs> leather whip, the whip. See this, that's the thing about this movie is it made all these things. A fedora is not a thing that in the 80s was cool. No. A whip instead of a gun, like, you know, you've got, like, first blood, you got some of those things happening, and he's carrying around a whip and wearing a fedora, and he's an archaeologist, and he works at a college. None of this stuff should make any sense. And he's wearing a leather jacket in South America. (laughs) And hundred. 110 degrees in the jungle. Yeah, like it's rainforest, and he's got a leather jacket on. Does not add up. The the leather shoes. It's just you know, and the 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 scruff. And he's like a doctor. He's got a PhD. I mean, you don't find that out that till you know ten minutes in. But he's like. Yeah, like I, the iconic man's man, you know. Yeah, just like oh, I wish it's that guy. Well, there's there's a bit on Friends when uh, uh, Ross, uh-huh. one of the girls that he's talking to, she's like, "You're like Indiana Jones," and he <laughs> says, "I am like Indiana Jones." <laughs> it's like, no, you're not. Archaeologists are not. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty funny. So great character, great intro to him, like you said. With that, and I think that first sequence really establishes who he is. Yeah, like he, yeah. we don't have to have this dialogue or, you know, exposition about him. We we see him in action. We know who, yeah. he, like you said. So I think yeah. that's a great great scenes, but also a great way to introduce him. So you asked us to kind of obviously in preparation of this to come up with you know specifically like a, five things that you liked, mm-hmm. you know maybe some criticisms. Mm-hmm. As far as those five things I like, that opening sequence is 
right there, yeah. right? And yeah. I love—I mean, I love the opening. I love that they don't show his face For until a couple, the, a couple minutes, and then they find all the shadow, the all shadows. Yeah, the guy behind him pulls out a gun. Yeah. You see the whip knock the gun out. The guy goes running, and then he's after. Then they turn the camera to him, and it's that that moment he steps from the shadow into the light, and you see his face, and you're like, "What a reveal!" Yeah. I mean, that's just awesome. That's yeah. pretty cool for sure. Yeah. Love that opening sequence. Definitely yeah. one of my favorite openings. Well, and I mean, it's one of those who hasn't run away from a boulder, an imaginary <laughs> boulder, right? As a kid yeah. going down the stairs, whatever. I mean, even my kids do that. So yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty, pretty Iconic cool. Scene. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Marion. As a kid, I didn't really, I mean, I did not like her, but uh, I wasn't, as a preteen teen, I wasn't interested in her as much as Indy, right? But, and then sub, subsequent watches as I got older, more mature, I was like, yeah, she's all right. But I would say that this last time that today, when I rewatched it, I was like, I like her. She's awesome. Yeah. And I think I can, I think she's out of all the, the side or the, the female characters in Indiana Jones up to this point, she is the one that can really hang with him, can take what he gives. Yeah. Give it back. Drink you under the table. Drink you under the table. Yeah. yeah. So she's, I really have a lot of respect for she's her. She's definitely of all of the women in the movie who that play his kind of counterpart. Mm -hmm. She's the one most like him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that was a surprise for me to kind of realize like, oh, she is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I, I mean, like and her. she's, she's smart too. Yeah. I mean, she traveled the world with her dad mm -hmm. who was, you know, basically Indiana Jones's mentor mm -hmm. from what you know, you know, here. So you know that she's, she's pretty, she's, she can handle herself and she's no dummy. She can yeah. definitely under knows things for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she had a great intro as well, right? With that drinking game. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. In, uh, where were they? In Nepal? Yeah. And yeah. And <laughs> she junked that dude under the table and she's fine. Yeah. Then mm -hmm. Five minutes later, she's fighting people. Yeah. Shooting at people or whatever. Yep. So, yeah, she had Hitting them over the head with burning logs, logs and yeah. like, and she didn't seem to act scared at all. Of course, not when the fire poker came out, then she was like, but no screaming, right? Not once, I think, in that movie do you hear her scream like a damsel in distress, right? There were a couple of times, actually. Oh, yeah? In the Well of Souls. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's true. With all the zombies. Or mummies. Yeah, but, but anyone who would scream with dead yeah. bodies. Yeah, I, 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 I would be screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dead bodies all over But yeah, me. compared to Willie. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who screamed the whole time. Screaming a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I liked her this, this go around. Sala. He was uh, he's a good character. He's, he's more the comedic sidekick, right? Yeah. He had the, the jokes, the one-liners, and kind of the, the funny guy. What did you guys think about Sala? Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, well, and, and I'm tr I tried to watch it not knowing, like forgetting that he's an ongoing character and a close friend and stuff. Mm -hmm. And but yeah, he's he's cool. And I thought, like Indiana Jones, he's pretty connected around the world. He's got all these people helping out and looking out for him. But but yeah, I, I liked him. And then uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he definitely has a reputation, right? You, throughout the movies, you know, Dr. Jones had, you know, people are like, oh, yeah. the famous Dr. Jones. So he's definitely, there's Which, lots of stories of him that have, 
have, you know, kind of made him immortal that have gotten around in, in circles around the world as he's traveled right. and, and things like that. Which I have to keep reminding myself, he's a college professor, <laughs> like the famous guy who teaches college. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, the famous Dr. Jones. <laughs> yeah. Right. He is. He's famous. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Famous for what though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I liked him. He did his job. He was a great, he's, Great supporting character. Yep. Yeah. Love yeah. Sala. Love the character Sala. Yeah. I'm glad he was able to come back. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Then Belloc, the bad guy. Uh, there's him and his, the other guy, Tote, who had the, the glasses. But Belloc seemed to be the main villain here. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I mean, he wasn't bad, but he wasn't very menacing. Like, he no. Was, he was like a, like the, he always talked about, like, hey, we're, we're associates with Dr. Jones, with Andy, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, they're kind of the same people, do the same thing, but he's taking a different path. Yeah. So I didn't... Yeah, he doesn't get his hands dirty. He's not much. someone that, like, Indiana, you know, in a fist fight, obviously, he's not even on the same level. But right. but you do... He's the guy that you love to hate because he clearly consistently gets Indiana Jones's goat, right? Yeah. Right. You, you can tell that he's, like, wherever Indiana is... He's right there I'll to just, steal it right I'll out from underneath. Just wait underneath outside. Yeah. Let him do on your way out. Yeah. yeah, and so Yoink. he does make a great arch enemy in that respect. Not because he poses a, a physical threat, but he's just always he's like a thorn in your side. He's just always there, mm-hmm. and of course, you know they they really ride the coattails of the whole Nazi machine. And that's, yeah, that's, that's really true. the ominous, like, Ooh, the Nazis. That's, mm-hmm. that's, 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 that, that theme is where you really get kind of like, these are the bad guys. Yeah. And he's French. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You just lost all your right, French, sorry, French viewership. <laughs> it was 1936. It's been a while. Uh, then Tote. He was kind of creepy. I remember he was yeah, when I was a kid. Like, he was, yeah, scared, yeah, kind of scared of him. But yeah, when I was a kid watching it, he definitely was the one that gave you that that menacing vibe. That was his role. Yeah, for lo- sure. no line he wouldn't cross. You know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just that the that rat squirrely yeah. kind of slinky guy, all black and just kind of like. Sniveling. Snivel. Yeah, exactly. You know, and he comes into that bar and he's going to burn her with the poker. That guy was like, I, when I was a kid, I was definitely like, ooh, mm-hmm. don't like that guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Any other characters that stood out to you? Uh, the monkey. <laughs> the monkey was, it's always it's good to have a monkey around. Did Was the monkey a Nazi monkey? Yeah. Well, okay. no. Because he no. did, didn't he do a... Like a like a Heil Hitler thing Sorry. at one point. I think he's kind of like the uh, the you know he was he was teamed up with his owner who was a local who I think they're more or less just basically you're like hey yeah. informant uh, they'll work for the yeah. highest bidder. Who well, and then the yeah. monkey was around for a while, but I kept thinking I think that monkey is a Nazi, and so why are they being cool to the not the Nazi monkey? No, no. He was a spy. He was a spy. Yeah. Working for the dude. Yeah. Uh, I did like Captain Katanga. He was brief appearance, the the captain of the ship. Mm -hmm. No, okay. The freighter at the end. I thought he was pretty entertaining. I liked him. 
So, but yeah, other than that, I think that's. What about the Nazi goons and the you know the <laughs> the the one the the main guy, the tall one who's mm-hmm. kind of like. Yeah. What did you think of him? He played his part. I mean, he's the Nazi, so. He, like you said, the Nazi machine. So he represented that. You know, you can't have Hitler in the movie. So I think for me, that was, you know, he was the leader of that Nazi party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, he's didn't have much to do. I was surprised he was there at the end, mm. right, with the three of them when they opened the Ark. But yeah, yeah. He, was, he was good. He was mean, yeah. Um, the government agents at the beginning and the professor, oh, what's his name? Um, oh yeah, his old buddy. Yeah, whatever. his friend. I forgot to write his name down, but those guys are good supporting characters. Um, they kind of stuck up to him at the end when they took the ark and put it in a warehouse. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I liked them. They're good. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I, I the one scene that I that made me laugh is uh, when Indiana Jones is like ready to go off on this adventure, and he opens up his suitcase and he puts his hat and his and his whip in there and he's like done packing yeah right yeah. Done. Like, that's how i pack this is so written by a man like yeah anyway so his that character is dr marcus yeah marcus brody marcus, yeah, marcus brody. Yeah. yeah and he yeah he shows up in most of them yeah and he's pretty clueless in all of them yeah 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 well i i love them in three i yeah, yeah. last crusade yeah last crusade yeah. He's not in the second one, but no. that's but that's another that's another topic. That's next week's. That's next yeah. week. That's the real show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so themes present throughout the movie: uh, religion, yes. God. Like, are they real? That's kind of uh, Indiana Jones was a non-believer. Like, uh, he didn't necessarily believe in God, or he was. Uh, hesitant to do so. Do you, that's what you think. I I wouldn't have gotten that impression. I know he was just kind of like Marcus was like, "This is like nothing you've ever gone after before." And he's like, "Oh, I don't believe in any of that superstition." Yeah. But I don't think personally. I don't think Indiana Jones is a non-believer. Fair enough. Yeah. But he. But I don't know that he believes like any of like kind of like a realist kind of guy. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's. Maybe there's a God, maybe there's not, but there's definitely not, no. I'm he, not he's definitely got a reverence for it, though, yeah. you know, like whether he's a believer or not, you know, in, in all these, he's got a reverence for. A respect for religion. Yeah, religion. And maybe he, and a, yeah. he might believe in some sort of, but he's a very educated man. So he's he's going to have an, a, a knowledge of world religions and different beliefs. And he probably yeah. lands somewhere on that spectrum. Yeah. versus a complete atheist. I don't know right. if I would take yeah, him like that. Yeah, I don't that. think he's an atheist. I think yeah. he's ambivalent. Yeah. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, what's most important to him is the history and the, the and the and you know, the artifacts. And, you know, he definitely knows the Bible. Mm-hmm. We learn later on that his dad's religious, so he yeah. probably has a religious upbringing. Yeah, and he was a Boy Scout. He was right. a Boy Scout, yeah. Lived in Do Utah. Do the math. Do the math. <laughs> um so yeah, it's just the the whole what place does religion have? And Hitler was trying to weaponize it. He's like searching out these occult items of the occult, which is a whole interesting thing that no one really talks about. Mm-hmm. Like because you know, Belloc is is Jewish, right? I don't know. Is he? I 
I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't tell. I, that was the impression I got at the end. At the end, yeah, he dresses up in all the gear. He's and the one the symbolism. who he's gonna, the one who's going to open it, and he mm. seems to be. But bel- why would a Jew be working? Yes, but I was thinking, why would a Jew be working with the Nazis? Right. Yeah. Well, and why would the Nazis be working yeah. with the Jew? Yeah. Why would they employ? But him? he's like, he's obviously religious because mm-hmm. they're like at the end, they're like, hey, I don't know if I'm comfortable with you and this religious ceremony. And yeah. he's like, what? What would you rather do? Open this up. Let's. We should probably open it up first to see what we're going to find, mm-hmm. as opposed to open it in front of your your Führer, your mm-hmm. Hitler, your leader. Yeah. But but that just makes him that much more of a snake, yeah. right? If he if he is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that's yeah. why the Ark reacted that way, because he was officiating. He wasn't a, Le- a Levite priest, right? Mm-mm. So he, but he was all dressed up in their gear, in their ceremonial gear. And he was, so you think he was just acting the part? Yeah. Not hmm. religious, but yeah. like, hey, let's just um, let's go through the motions. Let's go and, through the motions and so I see think what that's happens. That's why the Ark reacted that way and killed mm. him. Because they're the Nazis, they're bad guys. But so I think. But if Hitler mm. really believes that the Ark has power, then that must mean he believes in, in, <laughs> a, in a God, yeah, right? That does, that has that power. That has that power. And the story that the Bible shares that, you know, the armies that held the, that were led by the Ark defeated everyone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of an interesting thought when you think of it yeah. in that perspective. And he's trying to eliminate all the Jews. So he eliminates them and then uses their religion against, well, probably them and the rest of the world. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. pretty twisted. That's very twisted. <laughs> and so, you know, as he eliminating the, you know, well, we won't get into that. But yeah. like, I, I, I was like, this is, a, this is weird yeah. <laughs> or interesting. But I think it was purposeful in the sense that Spielberg is, a, is Jewish. Right. So I, and I think Kazan is as well. Probably, yeah. And so I think that was part of their... You know, they motivation. Thought, they thought through that and like, yeah, this. And who else is a better enemy than in the thirties than yeah, than the Nazis? Yeah. I mean, that's just what's what history was, right? Mm-hmm. At that time. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, any other themes that you guys uh, noticed or want to talk about? Well, there's definitely things I want to talk about. <laughs> As far as like overall themes, anything else? I mean, other beyond yeah. what we talked about, yeah. good versus evil, you know. Yeah, all the all the normal ones. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the things we liked about it. Um. <clears throat> so if if someone's talking about it and you're like, oh yeah, that's mine too, you know, jump in and we'll just have a conversation yeah. about that. But and if not, then you can add your your things too. I don't know, Blake. What, what was what's the first thing or one of the things that you liked about Raiders of the Lost Ark? So, um, I and we talked about it just a little bit. I mean, just the personality of it, the you know, and 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 that in this movie, kind of like no other movie, like his his character is so consistent, and it just kind of gets mm-hmm. like summed up. And there's so many scenes that are like that's so Indiana Jones, you know, and. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, the scene, I mean, famous scene, you know, with the sword fight and, and he's just, and, and kind of, there's the backstory of all of that and why it was filmed that way and everything. But, but that's just a cool scene where it's like this drama just raises and he's just like, easiest solution, you know, shoot him, turn around onto the next thing, you know? So 
so that was that's one of my favorite scenes you know yeah Yeah. um and then they play off on it again in the greatest of the of the of the series (laughs) uh temple of doom again so i think you might be tipping your hat a little bit i might be i might be but yeah so i like they show not tell who indiana jones is right Mm -hmm. yeah and that's like you said the sword fight scene that just contributes to all that so that's pretty cool yeah the, the way just the way he fights in general the you know it's 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 loose it's mm-hmm. you know he gets hit. sloppy it's and he gets hit and he gets punched but he yeah he, he comes back right yeah. it's not like one of these things yeah. where he's dodging every punch and no one get, and never gets hit and he beats everyone up it, yeah he kind of lucks through every fight yeah. he's in and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So one of my favorite cool. favorite yeah. pieces, yeah. So for me, I would just classify that as the whole scene in the bazaar, the whole bazaar scene, not B I Z R, but B A Z A A A R, right? Yeah. yeah, the whole bazaar scene where they're running through, where they're the basket, the baskets, all of that, <laughs> you know. Uh, I the music, the almost kind of like the Keystone Cops and <laughs> yeah, music, yeah. and they're running around, and yeah. she's you know, fending off and she's got the pan and the monkey and, yeah. and yeah. And the, 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 the people split like the red sea. Cause this guy, you know that he has a reputation. He's dressed all in black. He pulls out the big sword, you know, yeah. all of it. The, the love that scene, opening scene, second favorite part. That's the bizarre scene. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. And along with scenes, mine would be the bar fights in Nepal. Mm-hmm. It was pretty, brutal and just like i just get the sense of raw it's yeah like, Ur, you know it's so intense people are there's fire people are getting shot in the head and we see their their blood leaking out the forehead it was just like and there wasn't a lot of music i noticed this time it's just no. like sounds from the fight people grunting and yelling and mm. you know there was no third party like hype it up it's just yeah. the scene itself was hype and very intense yeah so my third favorite <laughs> scene was that the Nepal bar fight yeah. scene. I love that yeah, scene. It's really good. For those reasons and and up into and including the sound. When Indy's gun, that sound effect they use for his gun, it's like no other gun in any other movie. Mm-hmm. It's like it hits you. Mm-hmm. You hear that pow and it's yeah. like you can you you feel it, you hear it and mm-hmm. it's distinct and I think it's his they use that same sound effect in all his movies whenever he shoots a gun, that mm-hmm. that kind of gun. Yeah. But for I love that scene. I love that he burned his hand. Yeah. I love that they brought the poker out. I love the everything about that scene. It was raw, it was gritty, mm-hmm. the it sets up the next part, you know. I love it shows how tough she is, the mm-hmm. bar burns down. You know, so and now she's, they're partners. And now, now they're we're partners, partners yeah. and everything. I love everything. I yeah. loved it. So I loved good. it. Yeah. yeah. And I think the movie as a whole is more raw than a lot of films. Yeah. Because I think they did that, and then Temple of Doom ramped it up even more, and then they had to come out with the PG thirteen, right? Yeah. Because it's getting so. I don't want to. And it wasn't like gratuitous violence or no. blood it was just but, yeah but but and because of the way special effects were done at that time it felt even more gritty yeah, i think more real you know like at the end um you know one of my other the other scenes i really like i mean at the end when you know they open the arc and all that's happening mm-hmm. and then it's it's kind of like 
I was like, this is just like Steven Spielberg's Inglorious Bastards because <laughs> yeah. it's like a Nazi's face melts <laughs> down to the bone. The other guy's head Somebody's head ex- Like I'm like, his head's doing some weird stuff. And then it just, I forgot that it exploded. Yeah. And I was just, <laughs> yeah, I was just, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. It's cool. I, I just, yeah. I mean, it's great. I love that she punches him. She doesn't slap him. She punches yeah. him yep. with a yep. fist. Yeah. He's like, oh, come on, man. He turns around and she's just like, kapow, right in his face. And he's like, ow, that <laughs> yeah. really hurt. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she wasn't like, ow, that hurt. She yeah. just hauls off and decks him. Yeah. And he's just kind of like. Yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I deserve that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, ah. She's like, I was young. And he's like, you knew what you were doing, which that's. <laughs> A whole nother discussion. Yeah, yeah. There were some things we'll, like maybe that line wouldn't make yeah. it this time like, around. Yeah, yeah. we'll get into that later on. But but, but I I th- that showed her toughness, and I I really liked her. Yeah, she yeah. could hold her own for yeah. sure. Yeah. Loved it. Of all her scenes, that's my favorite. Right? Because I mean, I mean, they basically put her in a dress half in almost, and she the poor girl pretty much has to act in a dress throughout the rest of the movie either a dress yeah. or like a nightgown yeah. i'm like oh come on but yeah. you know whatever okay what's next for you blake oh let's see um i what i'll skip go ahead nate well <laughs> i I've, can't think of another one so my probably right. my next favorite scene is um although this is you said five because I could have more. That's fine. Yeah, but of course, At least five. the whole the arc scene and him, you know, the map room and then the well of souls. I thought that was all really cool. Mm-hmm. But but I really liked the the flying wing fight scene. Yeah, yeah. That's I thought, yeah. It's I, on my list too. Yeah, sure. yeah, that was really cool. And the plane and the fuel and the really big guy. Big, big dude. And yeah, he's, he's kicking his butt. He's kicking his butt. He's just mopping the floor with him. And, you know, he's hitting him with he's there's a little bit of comedy in there. You know, she knocks out the, the pilot but and uh, you know, uses the gun to blow up the, the truck or to shoot the truck. He's fighting the big guy. Yeah. But man, you know, and then the fuel. I remember watching that scene and the fuel leaking and getting to the fire and watching it. I remember feeling like, well, like these guys are in trouble. These guys yeah. are in trouble. Yeah. How are they going to get out of yeah, this? That's pretty tense. It was ten. I remember as a kid thinking to myself, "Oh, there's some impending, you know, doom about to happen. How are they going to get out? Oh no, yeah. I, is some is she going to die? Is she going to get hurt? Yeah. Um, and then of course that part when the propeller. And, and Indiana Jones just kind of like turns yeah. and the yeah. dude's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was pretty like, whoa, yeah. that was pretty that was gruesome. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's awesome. I loved it. I love that. Yeah. The whole flying wing scene. Yeah. yeah. That fight scene. I thought it was, that sure. whole setup was awesome. Yeah, it was. And it this was. time when I watched it, I was like, where are they going to put that? Park. Yeah. There's no cargo hold. <laughs> yeah. Again, like strap it on top. Yeah. Again, I got another top. list. I got, a, I got another list of things, but we'll yeah. talk about those later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. No. And, and then, you know, the other, the other scene that I liked is when he's teaching at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the girl's like, got her, I love you across yeah. her, 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 uh, 
her eyelashes. Eyelids. Yeah. And, uh, eyelids, yeah. you know, and then it pans across and it's like that room's full of like yeah. 90 girls and, and one guy. Yeah. And then at the end they all leave and I'm just like, man, he is the man's man. And then, then the one male student gives him an apple. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Kids gave teachers apples and I yeah. guess yeah. back in the day, but, but yeah, that scene with, with just all those girls just fawning over him. Yeah. yeah. You're like, ah, oh, he's the real deal. <laughs> yes, he is. He's the man's man. That's um, pretty brazen for a student. Like, she's, I mean, it is college, but to put love you on, love your, you. on your eyelids. I guess that's what they did in the And 30s. to be blinking them And like she that. needed help because I don't think she yeah. could do it herself. Yeah, that took but, some skill for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about you? Marion, um, I've ta- I've talked about her already, but she's definitely one of the things I liked okay. is, is Marion. Um, she's strong. We talked about it. She comes out strong and throughout the movie, she's strong. Um, and I, th- I think it was, yeah, she gets in this, the nightgown on the ship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the like, dress oh. in the tent, the nightgown on the ship. Yeah. It's, it's like, where does it hurt? And he's like, oh, my yeah. elbow, yeah, and my forehead. <laughs> yeah. And then she kisses him and he falls asleep. And I was like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not real. <laughs> There's no way some hot girl is kissing you. He's like, let's knock. But I notice when they he, when they wake up when the the Nazis catch him, she's not wearing the nightgown anymore. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. something happened. <laughs> there you go. But, I didn't notice that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I I've talked about you know throughout. Just I really liked her seeing it this time. I was like I was impressed with yeah. her character. So well, I love that she bashes him in the face yeah, with the, the mirror. mirror. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the, and the scream that he belts yeah. out. You can hear it. Like they have to leave <laughs> leave the ship. ship and put a point of view from the camera that's like a mile away, and yeah. you still hear it. Like ah, <laughs> but yet she's like, "Did you say something?" <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that was, was pretty great. funny. That was good. So we've heard. So you love the the bar fight scene. Mm-hmm. You love Marion as, as a character. character. Yeah. Okay. What's the third one you like? The practical sets just okay. add that that layer of realism. Like, yeah. I really felt like this movie could be a real thing. Absolutely. When a lot of times, the special effects, the visual effects, add something to the movie, but a lot of times you can tell, oh, that's oh that's yeah. fake. Obviously, I'm going with it, but that's fake. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in TV shows because they don't have the budget. But you didn't get that. Though, well, no. I got it when they were opening up the well of souls for the first time. <clears throat> well, the only time. But in the background, there's like this storm. It's lightning. Yeah. You can kind of tell it's in a stage. And this is just like a sound mm, stage. Yeah. 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 So there is that. And then the end with the angels. Well, at the time, it was cutting edge, right? Yeah. But now, You're not right. so much. But outside of those two moments, everything was was really good. Like you feel like you're there running from the boulder, right? Yeah. You feel like you're, like all the all the booby traps going yeah. off and yeah. stepping on the wrong thing and yeah. and all of that. You're just like, oh my gosh! And again, as a kid, like, how much of that did you reenact? You know, walking <laughs> down the sidewalk right. and <laughs> yeah. all of Every the above. Dream, you know, right? Yeah. To find yeah. be on a treasure hunt with booby traps right yeah that you're trying to figure out and you don't you don't really get that in movies nowadays no I, at least i haven't i don't remember a movie i've watched in a long time that's this real like yeah. you feel like you're there you're yeah. watching it happen filmed on, on location, location. Yeah. yeah yeah so i really appreciated that yeah, yeah me too that's a good point that's a good point because now 
because I think partly because you can do so much with special effects, they're just so yeah. Out. I mean, and it's cool, and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, a whole city just got leveled or whatever. But yeah. you know, you're it's not amazing. really there. Mm-hmm. Well, know? even The Mandalorian, you know, a lot of it's filmed in. Is it the void or the the volume? The volume? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just this the the tv screens that circle and they yeah. just kind of bring in stuff to put on the ground mm-hmm. but um and i think it looks really good yeah yeah it looks awesome but, but could you imagine them filming the mandalorian and having to go to look on site locations to get all those shots it would cost 10 yeah. times as much money yeah they'd have to use that chosen city every, <laughs> yeah. every week yeah. be crazy it'd be yeah. insane yeah, but that was the way you made movies Back then. then yeah. I mean, there, there was no other way to make a movie. Yeah. If you're gonna need a scene with mountains, you go somewhere where there's mountains. Yeah, right. That's just it. Of course, you know, matte painting was pretty much the standard mm-hmm. approach to a lot of that stuff. There's a lot right? of good matte paintings out there. But yeah, still, it's not the the end scene when they put the ark in the warehouse. That's a matte painting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. At least the background is. So. Yeah. And that was cool too. When, you know, that scene where you're just like, oh man, there's a lot of adventure yeah. out there. That is a big warehouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never ending. Where yeah. is this place? And at the time, I didn't know it was a matte yeah. painting. Yeah. I, it looked real to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was only later on when, as you know, when they start releasing all the how they made this, how they, you know, watch that stuff. You're like, wow, that's, mm-hmm. that, you know, on Disney Plus, there's the whole industrial light and sound. Mm-hmm. you know genesis how it began and advances if you ever have a chance to watch that yeah, show if you watch that, yeah. it's really good to watch the whole george lucas and how he did all of that and you know was part of this his that company was part of all of this mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 anything else for you <sighs> what's next for you i guess no i i think those were the ones for me i think i went through mine okay but the only one I would add is just the end, which you touched on yeah. though. I love the end, you know, the melting faces, the, the angels of death swimming. Yeah. Around. When that angel comes up and you're like, not too bad. And then yeah. things go sideways. Like her face gets all distorted. And, yeah. And then people just start. Yeah. And the lightning goes out and busts and goes through everyone goes through everybody's all at once. chest like fingers and, of death yeah. And, yeah. and their faces start to melt and you're just like that was like a mate that was like it's so cool. cool it's yeah. so cool yeah yeah i i to this day i i just like one of my favorite scenes yeah yeah and you do that. like with the melting i was just like how did they do that like how did they i mean it doesn't look real right but it looks super cool yeah. <laughs> how did they like i don't know just put it under a heat lamp and I don't yeah. know. Time lapse, it fast forward cool. it. Yeah, I mean, but but it's almost kind of like they melt, but it's almost like I, you. I'm okay with the fact that it's like, okay, it looks like wax, but it's almost like this is not heat melting. This is like spirit melting. Spirit God <laughs> melting you, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like it's going to look different than if you're standing next to a, a bonfire melting you. You're yeah. just your your flesh is like getting liquefied, basically, is what it looked yeah. like, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, and the head is explodes. Yeah, and it. <laughs> I loved it. It was so cool. Yeah, it's so awesome. And they had to put flames in front of that. 
to make it not rated R. Oh, really? Oh, did they? Yeah. And this was PG because PG-13 didn't exist yet, yeah. right? Yeah. Which yeah. we'll talk about, I know. So they had to kind of obscure it a little bit so you didn't... So it wasn't as graphic, I guess. Oh, interesting. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Loved it. Those yeah. are my five. Those are those. I suppose those are my five. So the opening credit scene, the bar fight scene, the bizarre scene, the flying wing, and then the end. Those those yeah. were like uh, those are all scenes that I was just like those are awesome. Yeah. yeah. My last one is kind of related, but it's to the a previous one I had, but it's the development of Indy and Marion's relationship. Yeah. So he shows up. She doesn't like him. She hits him. Right. And then they start working together. And even then, in the middle parts, they're just kind of partners. Yeah. And then towards the end, from the freighter on, their their romance is rekindled. Yeah. 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 I kind of got the feel that there, I mean, there was a, hit, a complicated history, like we, you know, we talked about. And even though she kind of punched him, I mean, <laughs> who, you know, who hasn't been punched by a girl that loved you, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a rite of passage. Um, yeah. And it was just great to see at the end how they connected still. And I, so the next chronological film is, um, last crusade uh-huh. and then crystal skull. Right. So something, sometime between that and last crusade, do you think they got married or were they just living together and had a kid? Or? So no, I don't think they, I don't think married. they ever got married. I think, yeah. and I was all, yeah, I, I always, with these types of shows, I always feel that way. like, you know, um, they I mean, were even together, like but they Mission Impossible married. and things yeah. like that. It's James like, Bond. that was such a good relationship. And then the next, the next episode or the next, uh, the next movie there, you know, it's like it never happened or yeah. whatever, but yeah, I don't know. It's hard to marry a hero off mm-hmm. because yeah. you always have to keep, there always has to be a romantic element that you're in every movie. And once you marry, you know, Ethan yeah, Hunt agreed. off. It kind of killed it. <laughs> Heck no, dude. It 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 it, it did for me. I, <laughs> I get what you're saying, but those shows just keep getting better. No, but, better. but the point being though like is Fast and Furious. They recognize, <laughs> <laughs> but even they recognize like, oh, we probably shouldn't have mar- married him unless they intentionally like we're gonna have him get married, but he's gonna have to like. Because I might, I might, I like his relationship with the new girl a yeah. lot. The other spy for the the British the, MI6 then girl, his first then love, the, Rebecca Ferguson. The Rebecca yeah, Ferguson. makes yeah. a little more sense. And you're right. I mean, that's that's something. It's it's like excess baggage, you yeah. know. Well, it's, now there's no more. To... There's no little romance. Not that those Mission Impossible movies, like one, two, and three, didn't have any of that, and they didn't yeah. need it. But once you three did, yeah, did three have is three that, is when he yeah okay but any yeah yeah but that's uh but once you kind of marry him off, it's kind of like oh he's a, like a international spy. They don't get like 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 James Bond. I'm you know once they it's just kind of like uh it kind of like kills it's like it friends bit. right yeah Ross and Rachel could never get together permanently until the last episode right or else there's no story there because yeah. that's their story yeah. That's what we we want to see that tension. Mm-hmm. We want to see that back and forth. And once everyone's like, once it gets in, then it kind of like, okay, we now we got to talk about something else. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, I think they were together for a little while, a year or two at least. Yeah, it had yeah. to have been. Had oh, to have been. I definitely they were together. I mean, well, we know they were together at least for a little bit of time, right? Because yeah. 
didn't have a kid. Yep. Yeah. So. And she's, you know, he says, you know, she's his one true love out of all the, mm-hmm. his relationships. Yeah. She was the one that he really cared about. How do you think, like, let's say in between Raiders and Last Crusade, there's an adventure with those two? Where he's the main guy and she's kind of like, she's the Sala, the sidekick. I do. I are you asking? Do I think if one happened? Or no. How would how, how would they go if they yeah. did a, yeah. that movie? Yeah. How would how would you would that be interesting to you? Or, I think no? it would have yeah. back in the day. I think it'd be hard to do right now. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally would have been on board with that okay. kind of movie. Yeah. But not they're not married. They're just yeah, they're a just, couple. They, they yeah. could be married. They, they could be like newlyweds, like crazy stuff happening and do that angle or I don't, something. I don't want but, them married, but but yeah. because it's kind of like what you just brought up. Once they're married, then you have to if you ever have then you have to break them apart for the other and then that means they would have had to have gotten a divorce. And that kind of like ruins it for me. Yeah. yeah. So I'd rather them just be together kind of like and then they just kind of like they if something happens things or get in the way. things get yeah. in the way, they get annoyed, they separate, but then they finally once they get older and settle down and they're not yeah. so crazy, then they get back together and then get married. But they're always one another's true love. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how it ended up, right? Yeah. Yep. But I don't, I wonder how it goes in Dial of Destiny, right? Because I don't, I don't think, know what the storyline's going to be. Yeah. Because they, they got married at the end of, Christmas of, of whatever that fourth one was called. <laughs> um, I think they're going to kill her off. Like, I'm just guessing. Miss. Like they did with uh, Henry Jones. They're going to say she's dead, that she died. There's she a got... picture on the desk of, yeah. of her, her next to Henry. Next to the dad. Yeah. Yeah. She's just going to be, she's going to have. They... Or maybe they're together and he's like, I got to I gotta go on this one last adventure, honey. Nah, she's I'll be not. back. She, can we even see, can you even look up to see if she's I in it? Know. I don't know. I haven't seen any rumors or postings nah. about it, so probably not. Yeah. Don't spoil it. Don't look. At least don't say anything. I'm going into this one clean. I won't say anything. Okay. So things we didn't like. Mine, I had a hard time coming up with things I didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Because I didn't remember. (laughs) It's not my favorite. Um, And I did start watching uh, uh, Temple of Doom after this was done. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is still my favorite. (laughs) That's why I like this one. It holds up. (laughs) Um, Okay. But, you know, cut the... I had I had trouble finding it as well. And I actually liked it, and it it ages it ages really well. Um, I think, but there are the one thing I I didn't you know that kind of caught me a couple of times. We mentioned it earlier is it's a little antiquated with with Marion, and she's like like she's like it's almost like they give her this feisty character, and she can hold her own and hold her own. But you know what? Let's remind everybody that Indiana Jones is the real hero here. Let's put her in a basket and she's a damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. And then she can hold her own when she's in, like when she was in the tent and mm-hmm. he put the dress on her and she gets the knife and she's ready to, you know, escape. Yeah. And then she's a, they kind of keep going, oh, let's forth. rule her back in. Let's, let's. And so that, that kind of bugged me just a little bit I can um, see this that. time. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But, so you would want well, I, I wanted to, but so you're saying you would want a an equal like Indy Jones, Indiana Jones is a badass, Marion's a badass, and they work together. Yeah, and I, and I mean, honestly, it was almost like 
even in those scenes, I was like, oh, I'm good with this. I'm good with it. And then I was kind of like, oh, that's a little off-putting or whatever, you know, like went just a little bit too far mm -hmm. where it felt like it wasn't kind of aligned with her character. Uh -huh. Like she totally just held her own in that bar fight. And then she's in a basket and she yeah. just can't figure out how to escape, you know? And yeah, so yeah. a couple of inconsistencies there, but mm -hmm. minor, minor things, yeah. you know? Mine, mine are kind of lame, but <laughs> I, it, it bothered me. One, I've talked about the visual effects are dated. Yeah. And that's, you kind of yeah. help that. I mean, that's but just, that's not, yeah. yeah. For the time, they were awesome. Uh, at least he didn't uh, replace guns with walkie-talkies yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, like like all the Nazis it. with walkie-talkies <laughs> instead of guns. Yeah. <laughs> I see him. There he is. Go get him. Yeah. So, uh, but another, I would say the big one that I noticed is this movie's only an hour and 55 minutes. Okay. And that's, so it's a shorter movie. Yeah. Uh, and probably 10, well, at least five minutes of that is credits, if okay. not longer. Um, and it did seem like there was stuff missing, like in the editing process, maybe, or it just seemed like Marion dies and then he's in a bar drinking and then he's back to doing what he's doing. Like, there, there's not a lot of time that passes to flesh out. I kind of noticed that, like when he thought she was dead. Mm -hmm. Like 10 seconds later, he was super excited about something. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, the staff. Oh. The, yeah. 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 The length of the staff. He yeah. meets with, well, yeah. Well, he's like, he's like, to Saul, he's like, Marion's dead. And he's like, yep, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, he's like, come on, let's go. And they go and they're, they meet the, the, yeah. the guru guy who mm -hmm. tells them the whole, like, they're talking Subtract about Subtract one Kadam for, yeah. 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 God. Yeah. So it's just kind of, and it happened a couple times, and then the 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 chase scene on the truck mm -hmm. was. It seemed like that was a little too long. Like he was bumping people off the side of the the truck, running people off the side of the road. And that just seemed to get kind of drawn out longer than it needed to be because mm. it slowed down the the actual intensity of the the chase because mm. these other things were happening that didn't really matter. I don't know. Mm. So just kind of the pacing maybe or the editing of it would just seemed a little. Yeah. Like I noticed it. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. and it's kind of lame, but that's kind of what, and otherwise a great movie. That's yeah. one of the few things. None of, none of those things, um, that I notice, but I can understand why the, I be, they didn't hit my mind, but I, I get where you're coming from. I, I wouldn't disagree. Um, but the, the, none of those things really bothered me, but I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. My biggest issues, and this is the kind of stuff that only comes up in a rewatch, right? Yeah. These are the kinds of things yeah. that like when you're like when watching, you're watching it, looking kind of, yeah. and you're like, yeah. you've seen it a million times and then you start n not looking at the main thing, but you're like, what's going on over there yeah. and there. Yeah. So for me, just they were, and they are kind of ticky tacky things, but like there's a lot of, to me, there's some continuity issues that I went on a rewatch. You're like, that just doesn't make sense. Like the, the, he has a revolver the whole movie, but in the bar fight scene, he has a 45 semi-automatic. When he's shooting in the bar, like, and with a clip, mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. at, at no point in time does he ever have that gun. Where did that gun from? Because he throws a revolver into a suitcase, yep. 
But then in the bar fight scene, and it's not something that probably anyone would even really notice, but when he's in the bar, he doesn't have a revolver. He's got a forty-five, and he's like, pow, pow, pow. And he's like, and he shoots it a ton of time. And then he goes back to having a revolver again. Mm. So where did that gun come from? Like, was it discarded? Did he lose his gun at some point? I can't remember. No. He, okay. he throws the revolver in the suitcase. Yeah, yeah. And then the next time he pulls it out. Yeah. And then. And well, then the 45s to carry on. The, <laughs> yeah. And then when they're in the bazaar, he has the revolver again. Uh, and I'm like, okay. That, well, maybe did one of the Nazis drop it in the bar and he picked it up because he lost his gun? You just see him. Uh, <clears throat> you see him come in. It, so in the bar scene she's about to get the fire poker in her face. There's, and all of a sudden he shows up and, and he whips the fire poker out of his hand. Mm -hmm. It's, it skips across the floor. That's what starts the fire. But at no point do they show a camera, like see a gun on the ground and him reach and pick it up. And why would he do that anyways? He has a revolver in his holster that he carries. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, where did that come from? And why? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, but, and then, like, there's just some, again, when in the opening scene, when he's running from the natives, like, it's this big open field, like, no jungle. It's like a grassy knoll. There's no trees. But whenever, but when they flip the camera around the other way, you know, there's all of a sudden he's in a jungle. And, and like, you see, like, so there's continuity issues with, with that. That happens a few times where... They show one perspective from looking one direction, but when they flip the camera around and show another direction, it's like a completely different looking uh, environment. Mm-hmm. There's the truck chase scene. They constantly they show him like driving by cliffs. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they'll flip the camera around and there's no cliff there. Yeah. The guy just falls off a cliff. Yeah. And then they flip the camera around to show the other side and like. I thought there should be a big giant drop off right there, but it's just all palm trees and jungle. Where yeah. what happened to the cliff? Yeah, I noticed that this last time too. It was like all of a sudden they're getting he bumps them like woo and fly out yeah. the cliff. And like where'd that come from? Where's the and then there's it's like this big desert. Yeah. And then there's like jungle and trees, yeah. but then they'll but then the next scene they turn a corner and there's not a tree for hundreds of miles. Now he's traveling from one place to the other. But so, I mean, to your point, that seems like a really long, but it is presumably he is traveling a, a, a great distance. But there's a lot of continuity types of things that I was just like, yeah. you would never, re- when you're watching it for the first time, you would never pick up on. You would just kind of be like. Kind of be in, yeah, you're, in the moment the first time. Yeah. yeah. But then when you're watching it and you know the story and you know everything that happens, the whole well of souls, you know, he the whole staff he goes he drops down into the the uh the and this is the other thing is the snakes i'm like come on those snakes been sealed in that room for <laughs> three thousand years yeah. and just eating it. each other and there's no where's there's all no the water snake, there's no water where's all the snake poop and yeah. where's all the dead where's all the <laughs> snake skins because they shed right and where's all the skeletons at and mm. they're slithering out of walls and then they're like, it's supposed to be something that's like really difficult to find. And he pushes a statue through a wall, and there's another room that's got a like a oh crack. a crack in it. He and pushes the block, and out. he just pushes a, a like a three ton block out with his hand, and you see it bounce in the shadow when it hits the ground. Cause, and uh, and there's the plan, and I'm like, 
Well, didn't anyone ever like <laughs> what's over there behind that, could, that wall? Yeah, no one thought to like look through that crack and wonder what's on the other side of it. You know, it's just kind of like. And then the other thing that I was when I did the one thing that I was like, what is going on here? That when I did watch it, didn't make any sense to me. Is so just, you're on your third thing, by yeah. the way. Well, yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> the submarine thing, like what he just sat on top of a submarine. They they show it diving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I caught that too. So held his breath. Well, what I know that I, I know that there's a deleted scene, and they show in the deleted scene that he just he's like wrapped he around a paris- telescope, yeah, the right. periscope, and yeah. he just rides that. But that must he would they would have been in the ocean for like three days. <laughs> he's, yeah, it was a long distance. That's a they, long distance. They showed it descending and then they did the the map line yeah and it was like another 100 miles <laughs> so even as a little kid i do remember I, when as a little kid i remember watching it going what <laughs> how did he serve out he's on a submarine yeah. and that they show it like doing the whole diving part so well they never really explained mm-hmm. that but other yeah. than I read the comic book and there was a, a panel in there where he's, he's, he uses his whip to lash himself to the periscope. Sure, yeah. I'm sure they can explain it, but whatever explanation they have, it wouldn't have made any sense. Yeah. The only explanation I would accept is he opens the hatch, sneaks in, and hides somewhere. Mm-hmm. Anything other than that, where he's just outside of the submarine, just makes, to me, no sense at all. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 No, no, it's good. And those, that's the danger of a rewash, right? You yeah. Pick up all kind of these things. Pick it apart just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish. But, no, but none of those things impact my opinion of them. You got pretty fired up movie. about them all. Yeah. Well, that's all right. I'm, gonna, I'm a fired up kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just wish that he would have loved snakes. Think, <laughs> think of how much more convenient all of these stories would have yeah. been. If he just would have loved snakes. Yeah. yeah. Learn to love them. Yeah. Obviously, they're his nemesis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else for you that you didn't like or notice? Dude, no, sh- no short round. Mm-hmm. That's, no short that's round. number two. Yeah. What happened to short round? He wish he should have been in this movie. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, he where, he totally he should have. Like, he would have been just him. a year or two older. So. Yeah. He Lost just, him in a card game or something. He I don't abandoned know. him. Okay, so let's talk about <clears throat> the 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 elephant in the room that everyone always talks about and that is is the the overall plot and that is if Indiana Jones had no impact on the outcome of the movie <laughs> yeah, yeah. right let's yeah. talk about that which well, is that, no he they they talked about it in big bang theory right so he filed the ark away <laughs> that was his job so let's talk about so the you know there's like if he hadn't ever been involved they would have found the ark they still would have taken the island open up and they, they would all would have died they were well that's in the wrong spot but that's what people will well, that's the argument people yeah. make so and your counter argument would be he was the one that he had the the staff of raw headpiece so he's able to get it he was the one that got it translated he was the one that figured out where it was I mean, maybe like in 10 years, they would have figured out where it was, you know, because they would have finally excavated. excavated Because without him, they would have got the amulet at the bar. From her. Yep. Because they would have just burned her, found it, whatever. Okay. So go back before that. You're saying they they would have got the the headpiece. Well, they... Well, yeah. Yeah. But they they followed him to find her. Right. 
right? Oh yeah, but that's let's, true. But even still, let's say they figure out another way to find her, right? And or they just get look the through that crack, like you said. Or they just look through the crack next <laughs> to that flying wing airplane, and they're like, "Oh, there it is." Even if it took him another ten years, the question is: Is did he? Would he? Did his involvement have any impact on the ending? Whether and would they have still gotten the ark? The ark some, would be on that island. And will it still have gotten to the island? And they open it up, and they all get their faces burned off. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think he had direct influence on the story that changed the course. Of course, of he did. Yeah, absolutely. So if he hadn't have been there, it wouldn't have played out. They wouldn't. I don't think they would have found it. Okay, so ultimately, that's what for you is like. Yeah. They never would have found the ark mm-hmm. without him. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, and that is that is definitely holds water, right? Mm-hmm. Some people will say, well, eventually they found it. Well, well no, not no, necessarily. How long did, when did the war end? When did World War II end? So Let's World War II hadn't started, because this takes place in 36. Let's check that out. 1936, I think here. you said. And yeah, I think 36. World War One started in 30, or World War II, I'm sorry. Two is 39 to 45. 39, yeah. Hmm. So the World War II hadn't started yet for... And does 39 begin when America got involved or did it, or is that just when Germany invaded? I think Poland was when it. You got to look. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Wikipedia. Um, Let's just say it. it, Yeah, that's when it started. Yeah. So 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 World War II hadn't started yet. Mm Yeah. 33 is when Hitler first uh, was sworn in, and so things started to go around then. South. But the actual war, mm-hmm. which he started invaded Poland, Poland mm-hmm. was 39? September 39. Yeah. Okay. So we're technically, it, World War II hadn't started okay. yet. Not, we know it. And the movie takes place in 36. So Nazis was a the Nazi was a political, political party. party. Not a military. People hated them for sure. You know, had he had they started killing the Jews at that point? I don't know. Yeah, but but World War Two hadn't started. So your point is what on that with that because you brought that up. Yeah, I'm trying to remember where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, okay, well I guess I was saying if if it happened during the middle or sometime during World War Two, eventually it ends and the Nazis are just you know disbanded, destroyed, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't have been 10 years or whatever because the the war would have ended and the interest would have waned Mm -hmm. so maybe they eventually find it but the nazis wouldn't have found it yeah but if it happened before world war ii then 10 years could pass and they could find it yeah and blake what do you think do you agree with the whole plot hole idea and then if you do whether you do or don't i'm trying to think of a movie where the hero doesn't cause more damage than good until the end and mm-hmm. then redeems everything. I mean, that's pretty common storyline, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think, I think he, uh, had some cool fights, <laughs> hung out with a monkey <laughs> and, uh, you really like it that all went, monkey. it all went well. Yeah. The monkey saved his life. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. I, I think it's, you know, for people to make, to say well, Indiana Jones had no impact on the eventual outcome that they eventually, whether by accident, they would have found the ark, 
whether by design or by accident, ended up on an island and got in the ark. But, but And they all would have died. But here's the thing. if that's Even if that's true, the ark would have stayed on the island. The Nazis knew, would have known that it's there, and they just would have sent someone else to go get it and pick it up and bring it back. Kept to trying to figure Germany. it out. I mean, it seemed... It seemed like something that you could weaponize in other ways after they popped that lid, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And the, uh, so, you know, so to me, he definitely had an impact on the result uh, in the end because they all get melted and then he brings it back to the United States yeah, and keeps it. it ultimately out of the Nazis' hands. With, yeah. and, but remember, Indiana Jones, none of his movies are about the art. They're, He's not trying to get the artifact because he's a treasure hunter, right? He was sent by the U.S. government to get it, to prevent it from getting from the Nazis' hands. Everything, you know, he doesn't end up with the crystal skull. He doesn't end up with, you know, the cup of Christ in his possession. He's yeah. he's not he's not a treasure hunter. He's an archaeologist. Yeah, he's it belongs in a museum. Yeah. You know? So, so to me, it's not about. To me, I'm like I I get what I get that point they're like oh that could have happened but that's not that's not what happened that's not the point of the movie that's not the point of the movie it, it the he did have ultimately an impact because that's what happened in the movie is what happened so don't speculate it, there's we don't go to movies to to pick them apart and be like well the result would have been different if this yeah. had happened. You're like, well, that's not the story that was told. The story is told as he did get involved, and this is, as a result, this these events how, happened, and that's yeah. how it ended. Yeah. So, and that's yeah. why we like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, did your so we we talked earlier back in that preview show about where Raiders ends up or is on your list of the four movies that are currently out mm -hmm. has that changed for you is it for me it was raiders crystal skull crusade last crusade temple of doom is is it for me still number one well we've only watched the one so it's yeah. kind of hard to reevaluate but i i kind of i had some as, as good as it was i kind of had some doubts of how good it was compared to the others that yeah. i remember so it's possible that this could slip down for me yeah but we won't know until we're done with the four. True. Yeah. So I, I had it third because I like uh, Last Crusade a lot. And I think a lot of it is because I saw this on a 27-inch <laughs> screen TV um, yeah. in my basement with mm. bad tracking. And <laughs> no, I, I, I really loved it. But, you know, Temple of Doom I saw with friends at a birthday party at the theater. Yeah. Uh, Last Crusade I saw with, you know, my dad and at the theater and it's so a, it's a father so some, some of it might kind of be those types of things but yeah this was third it. on my list just because of the whole i totally respect that it's the origin it's the first story or the first movie but yeah for pure enjoyment i watched last crusade and and temple of doom more hmm. and so i it was third on my list but i when i watched it it was a lot it was like a lot more entertaining than I remembered it being because I haven't watched it in like six or seven years. Mm -hmm. So I like you. I'm, when I watched Last Crusade, I already know Temple of Doom. is. I've already watched like <laughs> an hour of it and I'm like, yep, it's it's, it's, it's over. This is it. This yeah. is the one. Okay. But 
watching crusade again will be interesting because yeah. uh and see see where they end up mm-hmm. yeah okay and then crystal skull will be last well, once you guys watch it it'll be like boing, like <laughs> it'll move up that list i mean i'm pretty sure i already have my four pegged out in what order they should go in but i mean for me like you blake uh and probably to me this was the first movie so my very first this was my first introduction to Indiana Jones and I saw it on the big screen. So it has a special place for that sole purpose beyond just the quality of the movie. The movie is awesome, but it had a big impression on me. So every movie after that, for the most part was just like more of, I expected it to be just more of what I already loved. And, um, and for the most part they were, um, but as far as like re- this, this, did this rewatch specifically change my order? No. Am I confident on what order I'm going to end up in yet? No, I'm not. Yeah. That's kind I'm of confident. Yeah. I know what I'm going to pick as last. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys talk, you guys are talking a lot about nostalgia, like, Oh, back yeah. then, because back then it's number one or yeah. number two or whatever. But what about now today so so the other thing about it is this this movie i mean it's it's so awesome but um temple of doom has a bunch of quotes and things things i say with my my kids and my wife all the time yeah and so it's like a lot more not that quotable is a big deal or whatever but it's a lot more quotable and there's all these things that are inside jokes and things like that and so I don't know. So, uh, what's what's one that you love to to throw out there? Like snake surprise, <laughs> snake monkey surprise. brains, monkey brains, strong yeah. bridge. <laughs> you call him Doctor Jones doll. Like, I mean, yeah. We'll get into it next time. But as you watch, let it wash over <laughs> you. I've always I love Temple of Doom. I mean, to me, all three of them are like right up there i've ne- i've because uh, <laughs> there's they only made three right <laughs> well there's at my house there's the trilogy in a box set and then there's that's like a collector's edition crystal skull in its own case sitting next <laughs> there's like the box set collectors 4k 8k you got commentary th- three versions of it the making of and then you've got the five dollar dvd crystal skull <laughs> Still in the wrapper. Still in the wrapper. You gotta open and watch that thing. <laughs> I remember seeing that in the movie theater. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, yeah. So for me, the first three are like, they're all like right there. If if there's any one of them that I am, is just a tick below and it's just barely, it would be maybe the last crusade. But it's just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. The thing about movies, and this is just movies in general, whenever you make a multiples, you kind of have to one up, right? Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. always a one up. And sometimes I, I, I worry or not worry, but sometimes I think that mentality of one upping the last one might push you to do something that you wouldn't maybe do just to make it that much more grander. And maybe you, in hindsight, you'd be like, uh, maybe you shouldn't mm. have done that scene. Cause that's a little, yeah. little too out there. Yeah. But 
but yeah. If they could all figure out how Fast and the Furious does it and just keeps it all <laughs> nice and believable. Yeah. Okay, so next up, Temple of Doom. We'll do a similar format. Yeah. Talk about themes, the characters, what we liked about it, what we didn't like, and rank it to um, Raiders of the Lost Ark and then kind of follow it. Sounds so, good to me. So thanks everyone for joining us, listening and watching our podcast here on the Credible Nerds Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. We have had some some new listeners, some new watchers, so we want to thank you guys for, for subscribing and joining in on the conversation. We really appreciate that. And uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. It's not the years, kid. It's the mileage. <laughs> <laughs> that's my... That's, there you go. Yeah. So we'll catch you next time. See ya.